So I'm wondering whether, well, they actually kind of, you know, brought over the kind of mentality over from, you know, what IX used to be. And oh. then, you know, I, right. I don't know. It's also okay. A- okay. So <laughs> what you're saying is that uh, they brought the problem from IX to Old Trafford. That's what you're saying. You're going oh, like okay, 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 no quote, no, no quote. I'm just, <laughs> no, I mean, it just it, sounds like it. It's just a fun fact. Okay, that, oh, it just so fact. happened that there's actually some kind of linkage. But okay, let's go to the crux of the matter right now. Okay. So, so, What's wrong with that linkage? Oh, well, what, what was that? What was that? Four, four, two, dudes. Welcome back to another episode of Four, Four, Two. Dudes. My name is Ben. I'm John. I don't know why we're so formal. But anyway, welcome back to another episode. And we are the dudes behind 442. Coming up next is what we call 90 Minutes Off. We'll see you. Don't forget to subscribe. And of course, 442 Dudes brought to you by CCB TV. And this is the part where we call 90 Minutes Off. In 90 Minutes Off today, it's going to be very exciting, very exhilarating because we are diving into uh, not just normal matches, but we are diving into derbies and in some parts of the world, they call the Classicos. And also, we're very excited because we might, you know, we're expecting something a little different today, John. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, now speaking of classicals and uh, derbies, uh, let's just touch on the very, 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 very recent one. And uh, I think this guy, you know, I, I mean, we, we talked about him quite a lot of times. It's not Harlan. It's actually Jude Bellingham. I mean... Yeah, what about him? Uh, he, 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 he is becoming that, that midfielder, that, that all-rounded player uh, that people didn't think he was going to make out. I mean, I said this before, people didn't really think he might fare as good as he is doing so at mm-hmm. uh, Real Madrid but you know what he's, he's doing that and in where did he shine the most I mean hello two goals man in that in that match Barcelona against Real Madrid come on two goals and one of them in the what 94th minute or so somewhere along there was a super late goal and and that 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 signature celebration of his I mean that that the whole classical and derby it is this is what it's all about you know it's about sometimes taunting the opponent and all that <laughs> and I think he takes it there. So yeah, so I think I gotta say, at this point of time, as you know, in regards of being the best young footballer, he's got to be up there for me. I think it's not just young yeah, footballer. Yeah. I think you are going, on on paper on yeah, form. Yeah. I think he's probably the yeah. the most informed player at wow. the moment. Okay, I, I really okay. think so. I mean, the, wow. the, the game against Barca, the, the El Clasico. Yeah, this is one of the biggest biggest games in the entire world of football. Yeah, one okay. of the biggest, if not the biggest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And for that, you think Bellingham. You know, for his performance so far, definitely deserves the title of the best informed footballer. I mean, I wouldn't call it a title, but 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 I'm just, you know, I don't think anybody would disagree with me, you know, by saying that he's probably the most informed player on the planet right now. Okay. I mean, as I mentioned, the the level that this game is on, right? Yeah. For someone to be so composed Mm -mm. that, you know, know, giving the performance that he did, Mm -mm. brilliant. The first goal he scored, that that bullet, that rocket into the top corner, that just exudes confidence. 
Yeah, and, of, so, and somewhat of an arrogance, yeah, right? It does, it does, and uh, and you know what? I mean, if, if if they were still using the title, he would fit the whole Galacticos title. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm gonna say. I mean, just speaking of that goal, because I was watching the highlights. Okay, okay right. Okay. So I mean, unfortunately, I couldn't watch the whole game, but yeah. um, I was watching the highlights and moments before Bellingham actually scored that that rocket yeah. of a of, yeah. of a goal. True, many. Okay. True, many actually also had a long range shot. Yep. And Bellingham just looked at him and like, oh, okay, good shot, good try, yeah. good try, good try. Yeah, yeah. And then it's almost as if, okay, you've done your job. Now, now it's my how. turn. Now it's my turn. And boom, and top it was corner. a goal. And it was a goal. Wow, what a goal! It and, was a goal. Oh my god, that the arrogance that. Yep. And it's, it's almost as if Barcelona, the, the players from Barcelona were like, well done. Yeah. And Good no, job. and and I and I think what, what what was his name again? The guy from Man City. Good, what was his name? The one that went to Barcelona. Gunawan. Yeah, Gunawan. Yeah, I can't pronounce all these names, lah. Uh, but Gunawan was very frustrated. And, and I think the, that, that in, in the interview, I, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah. was an interview as well. Oh, course, so, course, so course. in the game, I saw his frustration and yep. doing the highlight. But there was an interview as well. You know, mm-hmm. he was talking about the frustration in the locker room, I believe. Yes. Yeah, about how you know they they weren't reacting as strong. They they were kind of yeah, you know. It's just a defeat. Yeah, yeah. you know, game yeah. gone. It's, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Another yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah, and so yeah. on and so forth. But, and the funny thing here, I just want to add, John, is that he also just joined Barcelona. Yeah, it's the, the, again, it's, it's yeah. the mentality. Exactly. Right? It's the mentality of the players where, in, in, in this day and age where it seems as if, you know, the game is, to them, it's just a day job. Yeah. They're just more happy, you know, just, oh, I'm just going out there to play. No, no, and, and for that, I do agree around, with you. And, and for that, I do agree with you. It now really feels, you know, I, I think you nicely worded it. It does feel like a, more of a day job, more of something they have to uh, achieve because they're being paid for. Precisely. More so precisely, than the passion. Which, which, which is, qu- is quite frustrating, you know, as a it football does. fan. I mean, I've been watching football for close to, th- I would say. That's going to tell you, H, no. I'm just saying. I mean, it's coming <laughs> to 30 years. Oh my God, yeah. I'm Almost. only 30. Okay, anyway. It's coming, coming, coming. <laughs> right, years. Coming okay. Th- I would say, yeah, late, late 20s, late 20s. Oh, dear. Um, but, I mean, all my years of watching football, I think this is the first time where I see, really, the, the, yeah. I don't see the passion in the players. I no. don't see the fight. I don't see the determination. I really see yeah. it as, oh, okay, I'm just here to entertain and I'm going to entertain. And I'm agreeing with it. I, I think, you know, we today are focusing on the classicals and derbies. But I think also one one thing, like, I think just looking from the outside, uh, it, it doesn't feel like a classical anymore. Yes, you know, it doesn't. There, there's no impact on that. Even the hype, yeah, the, the pre-game hype, it's it's kind of like... Yeah, just... Uh, you know what I mean? It's so meh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's kind of we, we we I think we lost that kind of a uh, the passion for the game and this is Barcelona and Real Madrid of all teams. This, this these are the biggest teams in the world we are talking about, but yet it's just it's not. So thankfully for someone like Bellingham, you know, it's bringing yeah. you know some excitement to the game yeah, and yeah. all. I, Credit I just, to him, I mean. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just to me that game didn't have the that that the feel you know, where where you know Messi played Ronaldo and all. It's no, it's no longer there, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, you know, I, and I got to put it right there as well, and I do agree with you because it, it's like Vinicius Juniors when he scored, not the same as Bellingham. So Bellingham, well done on that. I, I think well done. Yeah, thank you for bringing back that little bit of hype. Oh, thank you so much. Now speaking of hype, we got a next uh, derby that we wouldn't like to focus on. This one, <laughs> okay, I, I wouldn't really call it a derby. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I will, call it a derby, I will, so, I will classify them as a. a Somewhat of a classic game as yeah, well. Yeah, it is a classic. Uh, game. We're going to move away game. from the La Liga and we're going to go into the Eredivisie, VC, right? In yeah. Holland, where PSV is or played Ajax yep. um, uh, in, in, the, in the latest round of uh, matches. And for some reason, after watching the game, I actually watched uh, the highlights the also highlights. again. Yeah, um, Ajax actually started quite okay. 
And then um, it just and then for some reason they just crumbled. Right. And I the scoreline five uh, two somewhere there. And they got trashed five two in oh, the end. Dear. And this and you know IX it's you no know, speaking of IX, I, I I don't know. I think I spoken to this previously yeah. uh when when the fans were protesting, you know, when the match was abandoned when they lost three in the final at home. Yep. I was I was talking about how it's very it's very sad to see the decline on IX this way. And, oh yeah, of course. And after this game is it's it's even worse. I mean now no one would have thought IX to be bottom of the league. Oh they are bottom. They are currently bottom of the Eredivisie. No shit. They are currently bottom. We, I don't we, think we are talking about the same team that was kind of flying in the Champions League. <coughs> kind of like, yes. kind of. Uh, the same team that supposedly produced many talents. It's not supposedly, it is a fact. Yeah, la, but you know, because of that, now they are not. La. Exactly. I, I know, it's just very sad that... And that's it. And you know, you know, with regards to derbies, with regards to classicals, you know, you that that you always say, right? Form is temporary, right? Yeah. When it comes to derbies and classicals, right? The form table, you know, you just throw it away out of the window. Yeah. It is really about the passion, and then we, yes. again, it's we're talking about the passion. It's again we're talking about determination. It's yeah. again we're talking about what it really means to represent your club. And unfortunately, I don't think any of the players right now in IX are doing that. And in this case, you know, it's just not showing. And I can see the fans' frustration to the point where I think, you know, we, we, we talked in other episodes about how, you know, the ultras from other teams like yep. Lyon, like Roma, like yeah, Milan, yeah, Milan yeah. you know, scolding the players yep. or giving them some kind of lecture on the pitch. Like, I yep. think the Ajax fans should do the same. Yeah, but but don't do dangerous shit. Oh, I think that, that's what I want to say. Of yeah. course, of course. Just don't do the dangerous shit, okay? Uh, but no, I do I, I do want to no. say that as well. Yeah. It, so, so with regards to IX and all, I just want to ask you one question, Ben. I, yeah, I don't no, know. No, please, probably please. this question is for you guys as well. For everyone. Because is it really the, the performance of the team in, in, in yeah. IX for this, in this example? Yeah. Is it really the fault of the players? Yeah. Or is it the board? No, I'm going to say players. Because, you know, for IX, yeah. there's a lot of uh, uncertainty behind the right. scenes. I mean, Overmars was sacked because of yep, some, yep, you know, yep. personal indiscretion. I'm not going to go into that, but yeah. you guys would probably know what, what happened. Vendessa obviously had yep. some, some issues. He also left the club and all. And so there's a lot of disarray behind the scenes yep. at IX. There's a lot of uncertainty. You know, they've been changing managers, like changing yep. clothes and kind of stuff. So is it really the fault of the players or is it because of what is going on behind the scenes? Yep that's causing well, IX to be in this position. I'm just going to say it's still down to the players because at the end of the day, I think, you know, be it sports or even entertainment, and it is called sports entertainment sometimes for a yep. reason, it's the players. Because, you know, you, you, the show must go on. I think that's something that we have to remember. The show must go on. Okay. Whatever happens behind the board, the players, you know, I, I feel because at the end sure. of the day, they are the ones on the pitch. They are yeah. the ones doing the running, doing yeah. the tackling, doing yeah. whatever it is yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been told to them, right? Yeah. So you, what you're saying is, there's only so much that the coach can do, yeah. or there's so much that the board yeah. can do. At the end of the day, whatever happens on the pitch is down to the players. Down to that's the what players. you're trying to yeah, say, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And in a sense, they need to learn how to, you know, focus, yeah. you know, turn off whatever yeah. happens is happening, yeah. happening behind the yeah. scenes. I don't like this word, but the compartmentalize. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, that's a very nice yeah, reason. But I do don't it. like the word. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you think yeah. that this is an issue that is across the board in the current generation of players? Because let's not let's not kid ourselves, right? Okay. Closer to, to uh, where our heart is in, in terms of right. football, there is a team right now oh, that I think is probably facing the same issue as IX, okay. where there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of uh, okay. uh, toxicity going on behind the scenes okay. you know, in the boardroom and everything. And like what you say, I think the yeah. players are also not, not, not really performing. Okay. Right? So, so I'm going to bring you attention right now in, 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 in a similar vein, you okay. know, uh, to, to, to back to the Premier League where we have been focusing a lot more over the last few episodes. Okay. And who might this club be? 
I mean, there's no prizes for guessing which club I'm talking about. It's none other than Manchester United, right? Right. Right. So, so if you think about it, the, the thing is, there's a lot of similarities between Ajax and United. You know, behind the scenes, you know, board issues, whatever yeah. you call it. Yeah. Players not performing, players underperforming, okay. players, you know, not showing enough passion. So on mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. And, and by some fun fact, right? I just want to throw some fun fact over here. Okay, fun fact. Let's <clears> go. There are six... Six what? Manchester United, you know, players and and obviously the coach was from from United, yeah. uh, for Ajax. Yeah, there are actually five other players who have uh, links to Ajax or at least you know played w- for. Were from okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. so wow. So I'm wondering whether wow they actually kind of you know brought over the kind of mentality over from you know what Ajax used to be and oh. then, you know. <laughs> Uh, right. I don't know. So, okay. So, uh, okay. So <laughs> what you're saying is that uh, they brought the problem from Ajax to Old Trafford. I mean, that's what you're saying. You're going uh, like okay, okay, okay. No quote. No, no quote. I'm just, <laughs> no, I mean, it just it, sounds like it. It's just a fun fact. Okay. That, oh, it just so fact. happened that there's actually some kind of linkage. But okay, let's go to the crux of the matter right now. Okay. So, so, What's wrong with that linkage? Oh, well, what, what was that? What was that? The producer, I think. God. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me! <laughs> What's wrong with that? With that linkage, what is wrong with bringing over players from Ajax? The boss was from Ajax. He had a winning team. He brought part of those players that he felt could help to come over. So, what's the fucking issue? No, there's the, the, the main issue right now is Manchester United are not doing well. Um, a large part has got to do yeah, with. But what has it got to do with bringing over the players from Ajax? They're not doing well, granted, but what's it got to do with that? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying there's a fun fact. Anyway, since we're talking about Ajax, we're just talking about how okay, some, fact, you know, there are two players that... Uh, go and suck on the Sorry, there are three bar, players man. that came directly from Ajax go over to United. Go suck on the Mars bar. <laughs> so, you know. I'm having so much fun now. <laughs> no, so something... Okay, for, for this, you guys that didn't know, um, the, the person that's speaking off camera is actually yeah. our producer who is a massive, massive Manchester United fan. So I'm just going to throw this question back to him as well. Right, our what, young, what yeah. I just asked Ben yeah, earlier. Yeah. So is the current situation in Manchester United down or to the players or the board? Definitely down to the players. Okay. Uh, my only defense would be for Ten Hag because that hmm. man shouldn't be blamed. As a matter of fact, I think it's, just, it's really stupid for football clubs to keep sacking managers. Oh, it is really stupid. We got a bunch of idiots running around on the pitch and I dare say it, a bunch of strawberries, <laughs> including the senior yeah. players, guys like Varane, <clears throat> injured, 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 sick, sick, sick. I'm getting sick. A lot of fans are getting sick of this rubbish. And and, and what's it got to do with the manager that he has, he has completely lost it? I mean, come on. They say the same shit all the time about all the managers has transitioned that they don't know what to do tactically. I think the English fans have, are absolutely dingbats. They're absolute dingbats. Yeah. And stand by the club and stand by the manager, frankly. This is what Ferguson said. Right? So I really don't think it's got to do with the manager, but it's got to do with the guys on the pitch. And I really also think that in terms of hunger, mm. thereby not having sufficient aggression to mm-hmm. fight for each game. The manager definitely wants the fight and he's in the fight. But these guys are just not in the fight somehow. Or rather, they think they're in the fight. They think they know aggression. They think they're motivated, but it's just not enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So I'm just going to ask you one more question, right? Rather two, I have two questions that I want to ask you. So you mentioned about the players being responsible for for the the unsavory performances on the pitch. So I wouldn't use the word unsavory. Then what word would you want to descri- use it to describe their 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 back to back three new losses at home? Fucked up performances. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Unsavory, Precisely. Unsavory. Let's keep it for food, shall we? <laughs> Uh, no, so the, the question I want to ask you is: so you mentioned that the players on the pitch are responsible for for the performance that's being shown to the fans that's and all. One one major. Factor, so and, and we know on the pitch they are all. You no, know, the coach can only do so much behind the scenes or even on you know by the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But on the pitch, you always have a captain, and the captain is supposed to be the one that's galvanizing the troops. Is supposed to be the one that you know rallying all the players to show the kind of performance that is required especially of a club like Manchester United so do you think Bruno is showing that kind of captain material he's Portuguese so I don't find Portuguese to be great captains the way they captain their own teams are a little di- a little bit different you, you got a bunch of English guys in the pitch mm. you got a bunch a different mix of people there Right, you need to have someone who's really like a dog, you know, a real foreman type. People mm. look at Roy, Roy Keane. The past, mm. right? I mean, it's a, he's 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 a crazy Irish, right? Yep. Uh, you need someone like that, you know. Um, and I think Keane did say that uh, he he that he feels the same that uh, Bruno should not be captain. Of course. At this point, if you ask me who should be captain, because I'm pretty sure that would be your next question. That's right. Uh, well then, well, you can read. Of course, I produce the damn show. All right. So, so Casemiro would be the, Casemiro would be the next best. Casemiro? Guy. Yeah. Why? I mean, given what, we, what who we have in hand, that is. Just trying to think. No, given no. who we have in hand, you know, I mean, would I prefer someone who's more you know, rough who's a real gangster on the pitch. Of course, I would. Who Martinez? No, 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 no. I mean, someone in hand at this time. <laughs> gangster. You know? The first person I cut by was That's, Martinez. I'm is, sorry. That is not <laughs> anyone on the team at the moment or in the squad. I, I I feel that we should have someone who's just gonna not gonna be afraid to smack any one of the players in the back of his head, because all of these guys are multi-millionaires. Mm-hmm. You need to have someone on the pitch. Who earns that kind of money just like them, but you know, rough as hell, tough as nails, you know, and 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 one that's not gonna be afraid to be to take a red card for the team. And at this juncture, I mean, how many red cards has Casemiro had? Uh, so I I've always believed that someone like that should be the guy that can grab someone from the, at the scruff of his neck. Is he the best option? Uh no. Uh if, if we can buy a player that comes in that's just like that that everyone fears as well as respect. You know, because let me tell you something, man, till this day, you take a look at Neville, how he talks to Keane. There's mm-hmm. a little, there's not just about respect, there's a little bit of fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Yeah. But then again, okay, so, so I mean, I, I'm, in a way, I'm glad that we are both in agreement that you know, Bruno is not the best choice captain. as captain, right? I mean, Casemiro- I'm not here to argue, I'm not here to argue <coughs> with you, man. Just, but I think okay, I mean, I'm just make I'm just making sure that my club doesn't get run over by the Liverpool truck. No <laughs> one. It was a minivan. Now, now we have a. Why, Liverpool why are truck. we even it going a, there? I it mean, was a minivan not too long ago. Now it's become a truck. A truck. Yeah, but it's oh a small my goodness, truck, goodness gracious me! <laughs> uh, I mean, let's let's move on, all right? I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just being. I'm just trying to be very objective over here. Let me just do you a favor and just do this for you. Here you go. 
I mean, happy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just stating facts. Uh, this is something that I really mentioned on previous episodes where I, yeah. I felt Bruno was never. In fact, I mentioned this in last last season when United lost seven 0 right at Liverpool. I mean, I'm sorry, you had you you had you had to bring Liverpool up. So okay. it was during a game that I, there was the very first time I mentioned. I don't think Bruno is, is captain material because right. he's always whining. He's always giving up. At, he's he never turns up at the big games, mm. and that is something that a United captain needs to be. You think of the past, you mentioned Roy Keane over there. I'll bring you back even further. Bring Brian Robson, the likes of Robson, the likes of Steve Bruce. These were real United captains. Gary Neville, these were people who would die for the club. Yeah. Right, would die for the people around them. But, but Bruno, now, you know. Bruno will be the first to run. Yeah, now, now that, that's what I take. Well, anyway. I don't think he's that bad. I think he is that he's bad. Not, he's he's a, just he's a, not a great captain, but he's not. He's not a fantastic footballer. No, I will give him that no, credit. No, no, but not, not, to the, not to the extent of your description. Uh, but like nah. away. Like, that's too much of an exaggeration. <laughs> right now, you sound like Kara. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and that wasn't a compliment. Uh, okay. I'm the okay. let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Uh, I actually want. One more question. Um, I mean, let, let's just ask this anyway. So, as a Manchester United fan of many, 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 many years, he's still a young gentleman, by the way. Uh, so. Of course, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm also young, but I've watched, been watching football yeah, yeah, yeah. for many long. So, do you think there is an identity or even a structure to how United play? What is so essentially? I'm, I'm asking you, what is the current United team's style of play? Yeah, well, there's no style of play. Because, you what, have it? because no, look back. Whatever styles of play from all the different managers that's come along since Ferguson, not no no squad of at any given time has played according to what any of these managers wanted. None of them. Whether or not you could scoff at, at Moyes, you can scoff at, at Van Hal, but you know, uh, up to even Ole, none of them, none of these guys played according to a style. They did when Ole first started and that's when the Ole is at the wheel thing came about. They did Thanks to last Rio. season when Eric Ten Hag came around, right? And uh, uh, and, and and then after, after that, it starts to deteriorate. The question remains is why? Why can't they just keep to what they've been told to do? And everyone just conveniently turns around and points their fingers at the managers. And then you have good guys like Ole who say, yeah, it's my fault because I'm a manager. Now Ten Hag saying the same thing. It's my fault. I'm a manager. I say I'm giving my middle finger to all these idiots in the UK who call themselves you know, United fans that they should bloody stop being so damn fickle. Wow. You know? Yeah, it's true. I'm saying it. it, it, it I'm not saying that it's the same for all other fans outside of the UK. I think but brighter, especially those of us in Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. the dingbats in the UK wake the fuck up. You heard that right? Wow, mm, wake up! Especially if you're supporting um, in the English clubs that you're supporting, wake up. Yeah, l- l- luckily I'm not Angmo. I'm, I'm quite Asian, so yes. But I never <laughs> say, say Angmo. I'm, talk- uh, I'm talking about British, UK fans. Um, okay, lah, I'm not. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not Angmo. Anyway, uh, obviously not. Yeah. In any case, if you will agree. With the El Clasico thing, or the Man United and Man City thing, or the PSV, or the IX thing, just let us know. We want to know. I mean, these are the kind of things we do want to know. Uh, your opinions, you know, and and we we like to have a little bit of banter here and there. I think that's something that we do enjoy. Uh, of course. Uh, so do do share with us. Uh, especially, I just want to say, finally Chelsea win. So I'm quite happy. So I'm in a happy All right, let's state. move on. Yeah? <laughs>
<laughs> In any case, coming up next, it's what we call What's What with Who's Who. We'll see you for that section. Chelsea been two one. <laughs> God, ah, come, come on, man. God has left the building. <laughs> This is the part where we call What's What with Who's Who. So we talk about, you know, classicals earlier, derbies earlier. But what about people, you know, in these matches getting mm-hmm. awards? And what better way but the Ballon d'Or? I, 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 Can I, you pronounce it again? I tried to be French, yeah. Ballon d'Or. Never mind. Whatever. I tried. In any case, <laughs> congratulations to the winners. I think, you know, we, we talked about Bellingham. He, he won one of the awards inside yep, there yep. as well. Uh, but most importantly of all players, it is Leonor Massea who won the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> what do you think? The... I have been very vocal about this. I know. At least with you guys That's off the camera, we, you know, in, in, in our coffee yeah, shop chats yeah, and everything. Yeah. I, I honestly don't believe that Messi should have won. Okay. I mean... You know, it, it seems as if the the Ballon d'Or is just you know rigged. Rigged. It's definitely rigged. You are just FIFA's favorite son. All you have done allegedly whole, rigged, by the way. The whole last season, the only uh, the real achievement that you have did was to win the World Cup and inviting speed with Can five we? penalties and uh, you know plenty yeah, yeah, plenty yeah. of controversial de- uh, decisions going. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, along your way, you right. know, and stuff. So if you think that just by scoring five penalties and winning the World Cup is actually much better than and know, Inter Miami than then uh, winning the MLS Cup, <laughs> uh, winning League One, uh, winning the the French Cup. Yeah. Um, it's better than you know winning a treble with yep, the, yep. And, uh, one of which is the, the, the Premier League, the Champions League, and the FA Cup. Two of the biggest competitions in the world. You're talking about Haaland, right? Uh, breaking the breaking the all-time English Premier League record uh, for goal scorers, you know, in a single season. Then yeah, fine. Then yeah, yeah. Just you know. to me, it's, it's it's almost as if it's 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 a, a lifetime achievement award. Okay, so you know, we have to ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think it has lost? It's credibility. A hundred percent, yes. Oh. It's definitely lost its credibility. I mean, what? How else could you explain Messi winning this year's Ballon d'Or? How else you? How, how else could you? Could yeah. you explain that? I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, look, look yeah. at the players yeah, on yeah. the screen yeah, right we now. We are looking at it. Look, these are the players in the top thirty, right? Right. Obviously, Haaland, you know, for some reason, PR, oh, okay, la, we need to give Haaland, make sure he's there because yeah, everybody's yeah, talking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, come on. Felt like a consolation. Do you think? <sighs> it's a, it's definitely a consolation. Okay. They're just doing that because, oh, PR, oh, we need to include Haaland right. and Mbappe. Bellingham as well. And Bellingham was 18, if I'm not wrong. But yeah, the, the truth of the matter is, Haaland and Mbappe had a much better season than Messi. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. 90% of the people on earth will probably say that the 10% belongs yeah. to Argentina. Hey, Onana's Onana's 23. Because he had a fantastic season with With Inter. Ajax. With Inter Milan. Oh, sorry, Inter Milan. Why I say Ajax? No, no, no. no talking <laughs> about Onana. You know, Onana's a goalkeeper and everything. I have something to say about the goalkeeper. Oh, you have, uh, So, take a look at this list right now. Okay. Okay, take a look at this list first. Look at position number 13 and number 15. Okay. I believe it's these two positions. Let me just check. Uh, yeah. Let me just check and confirm. He's very excited yes. to share some news. Look at position 13 and position 15. Yes, sir. 13 is Yassin Bono or Bono, okay. you yeah, know, yeah. the, the keeper yeah, yeah. who used Bono, to play yeah. for, for Sevilla. He's obviously yeah. now in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And 15 is is um is Emmy Martinez, okay. right? So if we move on to uh, uh the next the next 
screenshot that we have, which we okay. prepared, which was a, it's a list that shows all the, the winners of this year's uh, Ballon d'Or. Yep, yep, yep. So if we look at it right now, that's right. Uh, you can see on the screen. If you look at the the Yassin Trophy, which is um supposed to 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 give credit or you know to to yeah. recognize the best goalkeeper of the year, okay. the winner is Emiliano Martinez. Yes, he was in 15th position Below, in the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah. He's two positions lower than Bono. Yeah, but yet he won the Yassin Trophy. Okay. So if this is not Rick. Okay. If this is not a clear indication of how FIFA okay. has rigged all these awards, wow! I don't Allegedly know what is. rigged, by the way. Okay. I don't know what is. Okay. What have you got to say to that? Wow. Strong words there by John. Uh, I mean, you know, if you if you ask me, I I, I just think they 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 have a very um unique way of uh, uh having a criteria. So and, what what is that criteria hence, then? I, I have no idea. I'm not them, but you know, it's a uh, allegedly. Argentinian criteria. Sorry. Exactly. It's precisely. Allegedly. I think it's ridiculous. You, you bring, let's just bring back to 2010, right? Yeah. 2010, Spain won the World Cup. Iniesta was the one that yeah. spearheaded, you know, um, yeah. Barca's a uh, uh, win in the, in the I think I'm not wrong, they didn't win the Champions League. They won La Liga. They basically won the treble, mm-hmm. right? It was the following season, I think, that the Pep went on to win six trophies. But it was the, it was the same year that Spain won the World Cup with Iniesta scoring the winner Mm-mm. against Netherlands. Mm-mm. I mean, I watched again live. I still remember his goal. Fantastic goal. But yet... Messi was the one that won the Ballon d'Or that year. Mm-hmm. Why? Because supposedly he was the best goal scorer in Europe, which is exactly the same case with Haaland this time around, isn't it? Haaland won the best goal scorer in Europe, right? And he won the treble with Man City. Mm-hmm. So why is Messi the one who apparently won the Ballon d'Or this year because he won the World Cup? Then why didn't Iniesta won, win the Ballon d'Or back in 2010? I mean, it's ridiculous. So you're just basically, you know, shifting your criteria according to what you feel Messi should get. Yep. You are just being very biased. Okay, let's, let's let's not take away the fact that Messi is obviously one of the greatest of all time, if yeah. not the greatest, yeah. right? Yeah. But let's be objective, okay? The Ballon d'Or Award is based on objectivity. Merits right? and whatnot. Of course, based on merit, yeah. but yeah. it clearly isn't the case right now. Yeah. And I feel for Haaland. I mean, if I were Haaland, what more do you want me to do? Yeah. Honestly, what more do you want me to do? I, the, whatever I can achieve, I've actually achieved. Is really the, the best of the best of the best that I can achieve. Yep. Winning the treble and breaking the record yep. and winning, obviously winning the the, the best goal scorer award yep. across Europe. What else do you want me to do in order for me to win this award? So, in my opinion, this is basically a bullshit award. Yeah. It's no longer it's, an award that has credibility. Yeah, it, it, It's just, you know, what, one it's of those... It's a popularity yeah, contest. It's one of those awards, you know. It is a popularity yeah. contest. Yeah. Just one of those awards. So all you need to do as a player is just to buy all the... Just make sure you buy all the journalists across the world some kind of lunch, some kind of Rolex or whatever you want. Just give them all these things. I guarantee you, you'll win the Ballon d'Or next year. Allegedly guaranteeing you. Of course. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very fed up with. What no, I think. but but no. I I think I feel your frustration. Uh, I I think there are many people you know um, who, who perhaps watching this elsewhere as well. Uh, they do feel the same way. Uh, of course, you know as what John said. Some of you, you know, uh, you may still be rooting for for Messi uh, that he do deserve it. But I think, you know, I I got I gotta agree with you a little bit on this. It is kind of odd not to see people who are faring so much better, who are doing so much better uh, in terms of not just winning the World Cup, but by doing other things as well. But still, not you know, not we're not winning it away. Yeah. So it it but to me, I I think to sum it in a in a in a in a in an odd way, the Blondion is like the what the Blondion. <laughs> 
don't laugh lah. I'm trying to be a bit French here. The Ballon d'Or, not Ballon d'Or, no. Ballon d'Or. Uh, ah. I got, I got to add some laughter here. Uh, the Ballon d'Or, it's more like a Messi versus Cristiano Ronaldo, because the only thing I saw from the articles after the night was just, oh, he has what three more than Ronaldo now, something like that. Uh, come on, yeah, guys, yeah. it's a money-making so, machine. So, so you know, know that, right? Yeah. Anyway, so it's now three it's more. It's just a money-making machine, yeah. man. So you know. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go have my prata. You don't have prata, dear. I go eat prata. I don't mind. Ah, uh, let's go, let's go, let's go, brother. Three ko song. Yeah. All right. All right. Three ko song. But in any case, oh, then we need to order two sets. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure John will not get his ko song. It'll probably come in the brand of ayam brand sardine. Uh. <laughs> but that's okay. In any case, thank you for watching Four for Two Dudes, and uh, for those of you who 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 apparently listen to the voice of God, uh, that was our producer, very young gentleman, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll see you soon. If you like his voice, just tell us. Uh, we'll invite him more. I mean, we have to invite him because he's behind the thing anyway. So yeah, we'll see you for our next episode of Four for Two Dudes. Prata.